Hi everyone, welcome to Nom Watch Review, part of Nom Talk Network. On this show, we review the latest film drops or throw black throwbacks celebrating a milestone while eating and drinking our favorite movie snacks and drinks. I'm your host, Eric Ramirez, and tonight uh, I decided to change it up a little bit with my snack. I'm eating Dots Homestyle Pretzels, and they're the mustard flavor. These are freaking delicious. Those are, those are good. Right? Like, these are the only ones. I've tasted the other ones, but these ones smack like no other. And I don't even like pretzels, but I'll eat these ones. And then mm -hmm. I am drinking a Beehive Honey Wheat from Bristol Brewing Company. This is what I typically have on an IPA. So I'm back to my same old game. But <laughs> I am super excited to introduce my guests tonight. Um, Red and Kyle and Puma, thank you for being here. Um, what are you guys uh, eating and snacking on? We'll start with you on, uh, on this one, Ren. Um, right now, I have goldfish with me and a bubbly lime flavor. Nice. nice. Simple I, creature. I, I normally have seltzers in my house, but we had a barbecue, and so I'm all out, unfortunately, which is disappointing. But hey. <laughs> and then, Kyle, what are you uh, snacking and drinking on tonight? So admittedly, it's not much, but I'm finishing up my uh, contribution to the uh, the Barbenheimer apocalypse with Barbie flavored ice cream, <laughs> um, which is actually really good. If you get the Cold Stone Barbie flavor treat, it's really, really good. It is bubblegum ice cream with um, sprinkles in it and then whipped cream. But I take out the whipped cream because I'm lactose intolerant, but I'm not that lactose. I'm, I'm going to just I'm going to I'm going to risk I'm going to risk it and but I'm risk it for Barbie. I'm gonna risk it for Barbie. Snow regrets. Um, thank you. And it's so I take it out and I put I I, I add a little Oppenheimer twist and I add Oreo cookie. Mm. Um, something nice. dark, something grainy, and I can't do dark chocolate. So, and then I have uh, water. So I'm being nice. very today. Everybody is hydrate. Remember, everybody out there, hydrate. It's super hot lately. But also, oh, yeah. I know a lot of people who are lactose who break their lactose for something. So you're not alone out there. <laughs> um, Puma, what are you uh, drinking and snacking on tonight? Also loving okay. the light. <laughs> right? I'm, I like this like spooky vibe. I'm going to keep it up. <laughs> um, so right now, it was kind of funny. I don't know if you saw the weird face I made when we started, but my ice cream fell off the stick somehow. So I had to like wrap it up in a little paper. Um, but I'm actually eating, I forgot the brand name, um, Enlightened sea salt caramel uh it's like an ice cream i think it's like gluten-free dairy-free uh because i'm also lactose intolerant and stuff like that my body hates me and i can't eat food so um so i'm having that because it's hot and then um it's funny because the last stream same thing happened i was like if you guys ever see me drinking not whiskey i'm a scroll like alert the authorities i've been abducted or something but today also the same case applies because i'm drinking vodka again i hate vodka it's all i have in the fridge so Vodka and Powerade, so, you know, for the hydration, for the electrolytes. You're going to be calling for the government and the scroll to be right back. I was like, about to say, it's the second or, time. are you possessed? In, in, were you or just am possessed I possessed? Mm. I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not at Pro liberty possession. to discuss that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for being here. I'm so excited to jump into this. Um, we are actually tonight talking about, like all of you guys know, the 2013 the Conjuring, and I almost said something different, and I don't know why, because I know what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, but before we get started, I do want to know, I'll let you guys know out there that this month we are still fundraising for the Trevor Project, which is a nonprofit organization focused on suicide prevention efforts among the LGBTQIA youth or Legibitaqua youth, if you guys know what that means out there. Um, 
Right? I love that. But let's jump into this a little bit. Um, I do want to know, do you guys, before we get into the movie, do you guys believe in like paranormal stuff like ghosts, possessions, exorcisms, and stuff like that? Do you guys believe it hardcore or have no belief at all and just watch other movies and you're like, this is dumb? We'll start with you on this one, Puma. On me? Yeah. Pardon me. Um, so yeah, fun and bad. Um, I've dealt with a lot of like paranormal activity my whole life. We actually had like a spirit follow us to like multiple houses that we moved from. So that was kind of interesting. Uh, there was one time my mom actually had to like get a priest to come and we had holy water and like try to do a cleansing of our house because we had some like weird shit going. Um, and then also one time I went to the Queen Mary and had something come home with me from the Queen Mary. Terrifying. Mm. So uh, yeah, I actually have like spirits in my house now. A lot of weird shit happens all the time. It's like funny to try to explain to people. I'm like, there's a ghost in my house. Like, and it, it's like, it's kind of like a dick ghost. Like, it just like will fuck with you for no reason. And I literally would be like, can you like not right now, bro? Like, this is like not the time. Like, can you just leave? Let me go to sleep. Like, it's the funniest shit ever. But uh, yeah, I totally believe in ghosts. They're real um energies or whatever you want to think of it as if you don't want to call them ghosts or whatever there are definitely like residual effects from the netherworlds around us at all times um come come spend the night at my house one day you'll you'll see the weird shit that happens do a quick story though uh so i used to have a painting of the hulk on the wall i think we had a yoda painting and another painting that they were all green characters and for some reason only the green characters like our ghost doesn't like green characters at all and they used to be behind me on this wall and one of the paintings would always like go flying across the room. Like every time we put it back up, it go flying. Like mind you, we used to have a whole wall of paintings. So it would never just fall straight down. It would literally go flying this way. And I'm like, bro. So we stopped putting the picture up and it stopped happening. It was only like the Hulk. And I think we had like a little baby Grogu picture on the wall. And I'm like, okay, the ghost doesn't like green characters. It's weird, but it's like weird and inexplicable stuff will happen. Nobody will be home and just weird shit will happen. I'm just like, dude, come on now. Stuff will go flying at you. And it's like, it's not even like something will fall. It's like, you'll literally look at it. And it's like, dude. So yeah, weird stuff happens at my house. Ghosts are real, uh, you know, but we coexist, you know. I like to have my little friends, you know, mm-hmm. try to be nice with them so they lo- they're nice to me. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm definitely with you. I definitely believe in ghosts and spirits so much like you grew up with spirits and haunted houses and everything like that. And Puma, ghosts are just dicks, be it they're be malevolent or not. They're just dicks. Yeah, they're always dicks. It's like, oh. <laughs> Um, Kyle, do you believe in ghosts and the supernatural and everything? Oh, absolutely. Disney uh, Disneyland is haunted. My workplace is definitely haunted. And it's not by the 999 happy haunts either. It is genuinely haunted. And I, I actually almost, uh, without going into a lot of detail, I actually, I actually almost quit my job uh, over a ghost. Wow. I, had a, I had an experience on an attraction that was genuinely terrifying and upsetting. And I left and I had, uh, I went on it and I was sitting on it with a friend and we were going through it. I can't even, I can't even go into, like I said, we're going through it and I just got really to my dying day, I will swear. It was, okay, look, don't laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh. It was the mansion, but don't laugh, don't laugh. We were going through it. No, it's spooky in there. No, I've seen stuff. Yeah, no, it's, so we were going through it and it kept breaking down and it was super hot until we got to Madame Leota's room. Madame Leota's room was ice cold. Madame Leota's room, all the effects were perfect. The audio was perfect. And to my dying day, I will swear that there was a man standing in the middle of the table and that he had no eyes. And I sat there and I watched it and I started getting really sick. And I was just like clinging to my friend, clinging to my friend. And I got off the ride and I didn't even, I was like vaguely hazed out. 
and we're walking out and I get all the way, I get away from the ride and I'm just like, I feel so much better. And I look back and there's all these people walking out and they all look really sick and they all look mm-hmm. like really awful. But what's the craziest part about it is according to legend, and I don't know if this is a hundred percent true or not, but according to legend, the table that Madame Leota's sitting on contains pieces of a table that was used by Harry Houdini to debunk seances. Oh, that's interesting. I'll have to look into that. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. Like, definitely believe you. I've seen stuff there and, like, all of that. Uh, Ren, do you believe in the supernatural and, like, ghosts and stuff? No. To me, (laughs) they are not real. None of it has ever been. No, I've actually been taken to places that Everyone else has apparently had a supernatural experience, and I have not. I've been taken to the Queen Mary. My friend was touched. I was ignored. Uh, <laughs> I've been to another friend's house where several people have been touched by a ghost they have that specifically goes after anyone that appears feminine. Um I wasn't touched, but a couple of us that were sleeping over were. Um, I just have not had any experience and I will probably always be that one skeptic in the one group because a lot of my friends are like, they claim they've seen stuff. I've been with them when they've supposedly seen stuff and I've seen nothing. I am usually the voice of reason or I try and find, uh, was there wind? Is it electricity? Have you slept? <laughs> I just, that I is- don't believe in it. It's just me. I like watching horror movies because they're my comedy. Because <laughs> I, I hate comedy, actually. So no, horror so movies scared. for me is my com- comedic relief stuff. Because they're funny. No, I- I get that. I get that. And no problem. I know a, a bunch of skeptics as well that don't believe and they live life. I mean, like, I totally respect if you guys believe it. Like, clearly something, like, my friends clearly have done, have, like, gone through something and it's, for them, it's very real. Mm-hmm. But, like, for me, it's just not. And that's just something we'll probably never agree on. Yeah. Like, I just let some them go on. Some people though, too. Yeah, I know. I hear that a lot. There's some people that like just aren't you have to have like a certain kind of like like a lot of empaths, like people that Mm -hmm. are just sensitive to like emotions anyways, or like usually the kind of people that are like sensitive to these kind of things. So it could be that. But or some people just don't don't uh, have not any experiences or don't believe. So that's totally not everybody's going to be a believe. Oh, I've been told. Oh, I've been told it's <laughs> I've been told it's because I'm so negative the ghosts don't want to deal with me. And you know what? That's fair. <laughs> that's smart though, because that's honestly fair. Sometimes sense, the ghosts yeah. like in places like especially ghosts in big locations like the Queen Mary or Disneyland, sometimes those places like because there's so much energy, like I don't think necessarily I'll I'll offer you a suggestion. Maybe it is not necessarily a ghost that people are picking up on, but energy. Human energy is really powerful. And when you think of like mm-hmm. say the Queen Mary that saw so much things as a hospital ship and all this other stuff or Disneyland as like a place where people get married and people divorce and people announce deaths and people celebrate so many different things. Like if you think about the energy that's put into it, maybe people are just picking up on the energy of a location and it's not actually a spirit. Yeah. Maybe. Um, well, thank you guys for letting me know what your thoughts on the supernatural and everything are. I'm going to jump in the chat really quickly. 
Um, because we have some people in there. Cue ball. Hi, cue ball. Oh my god. Jesus. For him. You better not. I'm not doing any puns, Q. <laughs> not yet. That's it. It hasn't been brought up yet, Puma. Not yet. <laughs> um, but he says, for me, I've experienced paranormal paranormal activity before uh activity before, and I talked about it before. Hearing footsteps up and down stairs in the apartment house I used to live in. I um I was maybe about three or so when I lived there for a while. So yes, he's experienced some stuff as well. Also, before we get into our popcorn ratings and dive into this movie. Cue ball redeemed, hydrate. So everybody hydrate. Thank you. Thank you for going easy on me. <laughs> for those well, of you who don't know, Q is like a regular. He watches every every single stream. And every time I'm on a stream, he always does the puns on me because he knows I suck at puns and I can never do them. He always <laughs> does it to me. And I, I should be prepared every week. Every week I should be like, oh, let me get a pun ready. But like, I'm like, maybe he'll just be nice to me this time. So no <laughs> it, <always laughs> it happens it happens um uh, but now i want to get into these popcorn ratings so um and kind of like when you guys first saw this movie it was only it's only 10 years old so not that long and there's been several other that have came out after this um for me i rated this movie a four um it is a very scary movie for me with a lot of stuff that's happened and it's like that like a lot of my personal stuff has happened in the movie as well so there's correlations with it which, which is why i'm a little bit more afraid the reason I have to score it for is because there are problematic issues with the Warrens behind it um, that I think I have to knock it down a little bit. Um, but other than that, I do think this is a great movie. So definitely four out of five. Uh, Ren, we'll start with you on this one. What do you think your or what is your popcorn rating and why? Uh, for me, it's a solid four out of five, too. Um, when I first saw it at the time, I was getting bored with recent horror movies because they were just getting like mid at best. Um, so this was a nice refresher. Um, at the time, I didn't know anything about the Warrens, so I had no idea about that. Um, I didn't find it scary or anything like that. What I did like was the way it was written and um, how the actors portrayed the characters. I found them like... Like specifically the, the the two like main ones, the two Warrens, Ed and Lorraine. I, Ed and Lorraine. I like them the most of the like the movie, just the way their characters were. Okay. Like it, you could tell, it was believable enough that because um, you you would think like oh would they like would people. IRL actually help someone if a ghost was like messing with their lives and I like how they sold that idea that it's almost that it's almost believable to people who work in this field would extend that sort of helping hand if that makes any sense yeah yeah, yeah. definitely but and um... I was I was drawn more into the characterization than the horror aspect I think Oh yeah, no, and I get you. The relationship that Ed and Lorraine have in this, in the entire series, actually, mm -hmm. is fantastic. There's a, even in the other iterations of The Conjuring and everything, they are the best parts of it. Um, so I have to agree with you there. Uh, also, before I get your popcorn rating, Puma, uh, Cue Ball says you're safe. So you're good. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank but, uh, you, Puma. What is your popcorn rating and why? Okay, um, I'm gonna also give it a solid four. Um, 
like Ren said, like it was really refreshing to have a good modern horror film come out because it had been quite a while since I had seen something that actually scared me or actually kept me interested in like watching the entire franchise. Um, so yeah, that was like a nice um, breath of fresh air. Um, one of the things that I really love about The Conjuring is like the timing and the pacing and uh, the jump scares. I am the one person who always gets jump scared in every single haunt maze scary movie every single time there's a jump scare i'm always the one that's like jumping 20 feet in the air at the theater and i'm like i'm the only one it's the funniest <laughs> thing gets me every single time uh so that's one of the things i love about about the conjuring is like the all the little scary time perfect time moments like even when you think you're gonna see or when you first watch it when you think you know like when it's gonna pop up it doesn't it kind of like tricks you and then you get scared at it's like amazing so yeah james Wan, man oh yeah oh yeah james Wan did a great job <laughs> Um, Kyle, what is your popcorn rating and why? The fours across the board because I think that it's definitely a four. It's a it's four fours. Oh no, it's four <laughs> fours. Um, but um, my reasons I, I, I do have to agree with you, Eric, about the Warrens because finding out about but I only found out about them recently. My reasons for calling it a four are purely technical. Uh, that there are some really solid, very subtle scares, and I would have liked to have seen more of those as opposed to the jump scares. Mm. The scene where they're in front of the house and they're looking up and she sees something, but he doesn't, and that lady's just unalived right there, and like mm. she's and it's so subtle, or like the hands clapping in the dark, and it and it's so there's so many really great subtle horror things that really would have kicked it into a five. And I've seen some fives that are like that. I can think of two off the top of my head. Um, uh, uh, Hell House LLC, which I definitely recommend, which is about people building a haunted house in a haunted house. And then um, right, yeah, it's really good. Hell House LLC is fantastic. Uh, same with uh, Grave Encounters. That's another really good one that takes the jump scares, but it's more like the really subtle horror. So there's elements of this, and I love that in it. I love the characterization of Ed and Lorraine. I feel like it jumps the shark a little bit in later movies because they're like really leaning into the psychic daughter and the psychic kid, and we're going to pass it on because it's a franchise. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. No, this isn't this isn't the Avengers. This isn't this isn't the, the you know ghosts assemble. We'd love to see that, but no, no, it's not. Um yeah. Yeah, this isn't the Scooby-Doo King, like stuff doesn't happen like that. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys for letting me know. Um Q-Ball did give his us his popcorn rating. Uh, he says his rating is a five out of five because when you think of terrifying paranormal phenomena movies that twist your mind and make you guess and put together as to why there are these things happening until you realize, oh, when concludes the ending. Like it, it is a good, it is one of those good movies that you're like, oh, okay, at the end. Um, so thank you all for that. We're going to get into the story a little bit now. Uh, I'm going to break it down for you guys and then we're going to go through it. So online, it does say, in 1971, Carolyn and Roger Perrone, our Perrin, moved their family into a dilapidated Rhode Island farmhouse, and soon strange things start to happen around it with escalating nightmarish terror. Uh, 
In desperation, Carolyn contacts the noted paranormal investigators, Ed and Lorraine Warren, to examine the house. The Warrens discover what the Warrens discover is a whole area steeped in satanic hauntings that is now targer, targeting the Perone family wherever they go. To stop this evil, the Warrens will have to call upon all their skills and spiritual strength to defeat the spectral menace at its source that threatens to destroy everyone involved. Now that is, I feel like a good summary of what this movie actually is. Now getting into it, the Perones seem like your everyday American family and just like hard workers have a bunch of kids, which in the seventies you could have five <laughs> kids and actually sustain your life. Now you have <laughs> bankruptcy, but, <laughs> it's fake, but okay. um, but uh, so they move into this house and then they start noticing a little things like the clock stop uh, working. One of their daughters um, is sleepwalking at night. Another one of their daughters is getting pulled in her bed and end up, ends up seeing something in the corner of her house uh, in her room and gets frightened there's this constant like dead like um smell coming like rotting meat coming from everywhere and then it just goes on and on and where things come to a head is the mother um the kids play this clapping game which you mentioned earlier to where somebody closes their eyes and they have to clap and it's hide and go seek while the mother hears this late one night and goes searching the house and ends up getting going to the basement, getting thrown down the stairs <laughs> and hearing the cops and everything, going back up, which is also one of my favorite parts. Um, she goes back up the stairs and she gets lights matches because the light breaks and she's standing there and the little boy is like, you want to play a game, reaches around and claps and throws it out and then she's stuck in the um, downstairs basement. The same time, the little sister goes into the older sister's room and she's banging her head and she puts her into bed and she wakes up and turns around and there's this witch ghost who apparently killed herself there and cursed this entire like 200 acre land when she did it in the name of Satan on top of their wardrobe and scares it out. So that's when everything, even in the family, they're just like, okay, something's actually going on. We need help. Um, up to this point of the movie, what were your guys' thoughts? Did you wish that there was any more happening? Do you think that uh, there should have been more jump scares or anything like that? We'll start with you on this one, Kyle. So I thought it, I, th I thought it was a nice little I thought it was a nice little buildup. Um, I think that some of the best moments came in when the family is like really struggling against the entity because everything is just so subtle. Like the there's the part with the little girl and. It's, it's one of the best parts in the film because it's not a jump scare. It's not, um, and, like, it, and the little kid really sells it. It's not a jump scare. It's not anything definitive, but there, she sees something standing in the corner of the room and she, that just scares her. To, and she's just pointing at it and she's just like, it's in the corner of the room. It's standing next to you and you don't see it. And even thinking about it, like I've got goosebumps. See, there's something that's really scary to me about something that's just willing to stand in front of you and scare you. Like any ghost that's just like, I don't care, dude. I'm a ghost. I'm going to screw with you. If you have a problem with that, then that's tough titties because I'm going to come in and I'm going to make sure that you know that I'm here to mess with you. That to me is the height of horror because that means it has no fear and it knows that they can't be stopped. So to have the little girl sit there and she this thing is showing it to her, 
and she's just like talking about it and talking about it but you don't see it but it's standing in the corner like this it's not doing anything like just oh oh so good so good i wanted more of that and less of the jump scares but the one or two was good Okay. Okay. No, I, I completely agree with you. That is one of the brilliant parts, especially for her being so young and be able to pull that off was fantastic. Um, Ren, what are your thoughts up to this point of the movie? One, I was like, why are there five kids? Um, <laughs> that was the least believable part of the movie for me. I was like taking it back from that. Like, damn, no one heard about condoms here. Um <laughs> But my favorite was with the subtle hints that something is wrong with the house. Mm-hmm. Like they, they sh- at the beginning they don't show it to you directly. You have to actually pay attention to see it. Like, oh, something's a little off. I mean, like the biggest red flag for anyone should have been the dog not wanting to get into the house. Yeah, like I don't believe in ghosts. But if my cat or my dog is like, nah, then it's like, my my Hispanic ass is not going in there. I was about to say, and I, I apologize to all the Caucasian people out there, but it's a Caucasian thing. Like, they don't listen or pay attention to anything in every yeah. movie. And I hear something. It. I'm going to go look. Like, all right, have fun. It's true. It's true. Funerals <laughs> are expensive. I'm gonna go the other like, way. Sorry, Kyle. No. no, it's true. It's completely. I mean, you're talking to somebody who sat there, and it's like, oh, you know, we're gonna build up a, um, a haunted house in the middle of a spooky, a spooky place. No, it's true. It's true. It's, <laughs> it's that urge to just go in and invest. You know, just investigate. Stick our nose where it don't belong. They're so curious. You know, <laughs> you just have to know. You have to know. You just have to know. Or just pay attention. Pay attention. <laughs> Um, but moving on from that point, then they bring in the Warrens, they go out and they find them at college and they're doing lectures and stuff. At this point, you're getting little glimpses of the Warrens and their life and everything like that. You see the Annabelle doll, which I think was a very good introduction to her to go on to her own franchise of movies in this uh, era. Um, but you start meeting them, they go to the house and immediately she sees the ghost attached to the mother and all the children, <clears throat> this witch. And she automa- automatically tells them, okay, we're gonna research, we're gonna come back. We have to get information for the Vatican and for the church <clears throat> so we can exercise your house. And it's gonna take a lot of process. So <clears throat> they go back to the house and they set up film equipment, cold equipment, everything. And by this point, all the family is sleeping in the living room because they're scared of the shit out of everywhere else in their own house. Um, they go back, set up the equipment, uh, and things automatically start to happen. Um, the little sleepwalking girl ends up walking up the stairs, and the little boy ghost who you meet earlier in the film with uh, the little music box mirror thing ends up being attached to her and following her and taking her to his hiding place. Um, and that's when, <clears throat> wow, why did I just forget her name? Lorraine Warren uh, goes into the place and finds out like this is where he hid. Um, and she falls all the way down to the basement <clears throat> and she ends up seeing the mom who killed the little boy, uh, which if you look at the background, this lady behind me killed the little boy. And this is the exact part where she fell. Um, <clears throat> and she's like, she made me do it. She made me do it. 
Uh, and then she turns around and she ends up seeing dangling feet from the witch who hung herself outside, which we saw the witch earlier in the film. And the she turns, she screams, she runs out of the basement, everything like that. And they get the entire family out of the house because they're like, nope, we're done. Take them to a hotel. Um, Lorraine and Ed go back to their house because they're like, we need to go and figure stuff out. At this time, their daughter uh, gets attacked by the witch uh, pretty much with Annabelle and scares the living shit out of her. Um, Ed says they're not going back to the house. Come to find out that um, Carolyn, the mom, ends up taking two of the daughters back to the house so she can kill these two girls because that's the witch's prerogative. She doesn't want anybody on her land. They end up all going back to the house and having to perform an exorcism on Carolyn in the basement because she's possessed. And uh, I can't remember the ghost's name for some reason at this point in time. I'll look it up. Um, Bathsheba. Bathsheba, thank you. Um, Figuring out that that's her. um, And they end up, Ed Warren ends up performing this exorcism, which he's never done in his life, but he's saw a lot of them, which go you, I guess. Um, but then <laughs> the whole family's safe and there we go. They live to live another day. And then the Warrens go on to their next case. Uh, how did you think the conclusion of this movie was and like the main packed action of her being possessed in the blood and the gore and everything like that? We'll start with you on this one, Puma. Oh, I just love this. <sighs> James Wan has like a way of like creating suspense and just like, He's just really good at what he does. So I just really love, um, I was scared. Like this movie scared me. It's really hard to um, kind of terrify me, but something strikes like in me when I see stuff like kids getting hurt or harmed because I'm a mother. So like anytime I see stuff like that, it really kind of like gets to me really bad. Um, the visuals, just like you said, the the witch hanging and stuff like that, just like it was perfectly like the visuals in this, in the conclusion, like the, the whole movie, but building up to that, it's just like, it was just really well done so i'm just kind of like yeah that, that kind of hooked me to watch the rest of them but i'm like i'm kind of upset that the other ones weren't as good but um yeah this one's a great i have no complaints about this movie at all really nice nice thank you and then jumping to the chat really quick uh we have two things redeemed by cue ball um i'm just gonna go with both of them cue ball because i don't know which one you meant but we have a word ban we can no longer say the word shit or oops for a little while. Okay. <laughs> also, okay. he did redeem uh, hydrate for all of us. So hydrate. Okay. Thank you, Kim. I'm all. You better not. <laughs> I know he scares you every time. I'm just gonna say, keep all says, and then you're gonna be wet. <laughs> um, Ren, what were your final thoughts on the end of this movie and the conclusion? Um, I did. So I liked the ending. I guess. Um, I have no complaints about it. It was like the way the exorcism was performed. It's it was violent. It was scary. It was meant to like make you uncomfortable because like she's throwing been thrown around. She's throwing people around. Someone lost a piece of their face. Um, they did. Oh. It's just like young. Right I there. want you to do commentary to like all my favorite horror movies. Like I need you like. <laughs> in the background while the movie's playing like that's great <laughs> um and then it was funny because it was the skeptic that lost the piece of his face yeah. <laughs> like chunk um i think like 
I anticipated the mother not actually making it through at the end because like I grew up Catholic so like some of the things that were ever touched about was like the fact if you were possessed or like fully successfully possessed by a demon uh coming back is a very hard thing mm-hmm. um so like for exorcisms when they're portrayed in hollywood i usually expect the victim to not re- like make it back and the way it was so violently like ejected from her body i'm like damn she gone <laughs> that was nasty <laughs> but no she, she uh she came back i'm like good on you i hope you get therapy because <laughs> That that mm, that a number on her and the kids, the two kids that got snatched and mm-hmm. had to endure seeing like their mom like that, especially the the littlest one. Um, April, April, April. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was about to say. April needs, besides the mom, April needs the most therapy out of all them kids. Yes, because she saw that entire thing go down. So okay. good on you, April. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a great college essay. (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) Um, Kyle, what did you think about the ending of this movie and the warrants and everything? So I think one of the things that I really like about this movie is, once again, I want that subtle, more realistic horror that doesn't necessarily 100% jump into the jump scares. And James Wan did that really well with, like, the realism behind, oh, yeah, you know, we have to go talk to the Vatican. These are the things we have to do to prove it because it really could be anything. And because that's a safety thing too, because if you don't prove that, you know, it's in, you know, a, a demonic threat or you don't prove that it's a spirit, a, you know, a extra, a extra sensory threat, a spiritual threat. I almost said extraterrestrial. And I was like, that is a completely different movie. Um, but um, if you don't prove it, you know, you could theoretically be hurting someone who has like a mental health issue or, you could be dealing with like a house that has problems. So I really like that they went into like the detail of, you know, what it takes to actually prove something like that because the later movies don't do that. And they actually make some suppositions to me that were kind of borderline offensive in regards to some of those issues, but I'm not going to go into those. Uh, but um, the, this one in particular though, they did it very well. The ending with the, the the being thrown around. Also, I have this weird phobia of things, people covering their faces. Not like with masks, but like with blankets. Mm-hmm. So, okay, because well, I was watching, there's a scene in Scream 3, which is the worst movie to be scared of, where one, the killer takes it and he's in, standing in the corner. He's doing the thing, he's standing in the corner and he puts a coroner's mask over his face or like the coroner body bag over his face and he's standing there and he's staring at the <laughs> He's like, Sydney, I'm your mom, Sydney. And he's just, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that I saw that when I was like eight, and that scared the, that scared the, that scared the bejesus out of me. (laughs) Bejesus. Are we clear, Stephanie? I'm about to ask. Go ahead, continue, Kyle, and I will find out if we are clear. We We, we can say Um, uh, shit and oops again. That scared the shit out of me. So uh, when when she did that and she was sitting in the chair and they were rising up and she had her face all covered, I was just like, it's those two things being like a goat, like a ghost in a sheet, which is the stupidest thing, and standing in front of somebody just totally deadpan, like, just it's like nope. 
nope, I'm out. Have fun. Have fun. <laughs> have fun. Have fun being the 999th happy haunt, okay? Because <laughs> this haunted mansion is not for me. That you're, I'm out. I'm out. When that came up, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, overall, I think the story went well. What I do want to talk about <clears throat> is one, I do want to talk about uh, James Wan, who directed this. I think he did a brilliant job in this movie, and it really brought up for me like all of you said, scary movies just to this point weren't scaring you. They were all like 3D at this point. And just like anything that could be 3D in horror, they were making it 3D in horror, which was taking me out of horror completely. Um, so this was uh, very nice to bring it up and back into reality for me. Um, but I also do want to talk about this cast. We have uh, Vera, who played uh, Lauren uh, Warren, uh, Patrick Wilson, who played Aaron Warren, Lily Taylor, who played Carolyn Perron, uh, Ron Livingston, who played Roger, uh, Shanley, who played Andrea, Haley McFarlane as Nancy, Joey King as Christine, Mackenzie Foy as Sydney, Kyla Daver as April, and on and on and on. What did you think about this cast and James Wan um, and with how he did? We'll start with you on this one, Kyle. So I love James Wan. I think James Wan is one of the best working directors in horror. I think that any studio that gets to work with him is 150% amazing. I mean, he did Saw, he did this. He has crafted so many defining entries in the genre which i think is just fantastic and he's done it and, and he's done it like and he, he's done his research and he's created like these very these are characters that could exist until you get the you know open mouth people going Bleh. which which you know these things happen um so i love i love him i i will always love patrick wilson and vera farmiga i vera farmiga for her i know she's done other stuff before this I don't remember what, because this is what I tend to remember her from, because she and Patrick Wilson have chemistry out the wazoo. Like I, the, the two of them together just have really intense chemistry and it's really kind of awesome to see. And then for Patrick Wilson, like, I mean, I was, I was a phantom kid way back when, and it's not hard to remember that Patrick Wilson was Raul DeShagney. <laughs> so you're sitting there and you're like, you know, Patrick Wilson back then, was he was there he could he could get it he could get it and now here he is playing like you know a, a daddy and i'm like mm, okay okay all right all right you know when you bat for both teams you can look at both i'm enjoying both of you i'm just gonna sit here like <laughs> you're like yes and yes just well, leave her <laughs> bell at home <laughs> um Puma, what were your thoughts on this cast and uh directing and everything Oh, that's fantastic. Um, like like Kyle said, I love seeing Patrick Wilson and Vera's chemistry together. Um, I think that probably is one of the reasons why people like the film so much because like it's like as even in like the further movies after that, like you can just kind of like see their love grow and their connection grow and how much concern he has for her as she gets worse and all that stuff like that. It's amazing. Um, I think the children casting was great too. It's really hard to get um, young actors that actually can like portray fear and properly like convey uh, characters in horror movies so the casting was great on that oh yes. there's firecrackers outside um and James Wan is a genius like like I couldn't have think I think he's one of my favorite horror directors actually besides Ari um Ari they need to check on Ari they need to make sure he's doing okay at home because his movies are crazy but um yeah no I love the casting I love the directing I don't think anybody else could have done a better job honestly with especially with the series or their franchise um it's very it's very well done I love it 
Good, good. Uh, and then, Ren, what do you think about this casting and, and directing and everything? Um, I feel like if it was too, any other actors for the Warrens, it wouldn't have gone as well. Yep. It Like, they sold... Like, I know they're based on real people that are dead now. Um, but, like, they made those two characters their very own, in my opinion. That you can easily separate um, fact from fiction. Because to me, I thought it was all fictional. I didn't know there was someone they had been based on at the beginning. So, like, to me, they uh, they just took the script and created their own little personas for these two individuals. It was actually this was actually the first work I've seen them in. I didn't know who they were until I watched The Conjuring, and then um, I've followed their other works because I just—they're both pretty. Yeah, yeah. No, no, they're both pretty. Like I have to agree with you. Like looking at them, I mean, the chemistry between them in this movie, like, made they made the Warrens a lovable couple, which in the real world they're not. So, good job on that. I do have to say, uh, I, I've seen Patrick Wilson going all the way back to Angels in America back in like HBO in like early 2000s. So I've kind of followed him throughout his career. Vera, I know I've seen her before, like you said, Kyle, but I don't remember from what because this is what popped into my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, I do also have to shout out uh, Lily Tyler, who plays Carolyn Perron, the mom, because she is in some of my favorite horror films as well, The Haunting with... Um, uh, Owen Wilson and everything like that. Like, and what I like about that was that James oh, Wan you're right. actually, the way he directed and everything this movie was like the original Haunting that came out in 1957 or something like that. He very much went along the same kind of guidelines that that movie was set up. So grainy and like old and stuff, which I have to appreciate. Um, we are going to jump in the chat again. Cue Ball has redeemed something. And what he redeemed was a pole, not a pun. Ha, ha, ha. But he says, he wants to know, do you think the movie portrays the paranormal um, a- accurately? Yes or no? Does it pr- show the paranormal things that happen accurately? Yes or no? We'll start with you on this one, Ren, because we know you are the skeptic in the bunch. <laughs> <laughs> um, as my seems to be my role every time. Uh <laughs> From what I've been told by others' experiences, um, the maybe not the exorcist part, because like I mean, how you've got to go through that, I guess, to actually know. But um, for how like you see the spirits interacting with the children, I would say from what I heard from my friends and from other people who have experienced paranormal stuff, it maybe not super accurate. I feel like it's a little exaggerated just for like the audiences. Cause you kind of, you make the movie assuming people are dumb. Uh, you got to hold their hand and lead them to places. Um, but the exaggeration they added wasn't enough to make it distasteful. I would say. Um, so in my opinion, I think they portrayed it rather well. 
in the it, with what they had to work with. Okay. Yeah. No, I definitely everything that you're saying, I definitely agree with you. Um, basing off the of stuff of my life, some of the stuff was very accurate, and some of the stuff I was just like, okay, you definitely did amp the amp it up a little bit. But mm -hmm. yeah, no, I I think I agree with you. With yeah, it's it's pretty accurate. Um, Kyle, what are your thoughts on this? So I think that it's, I, I have to agree with pretty much everything that Ren said that like, based on my own experiences, sometimes it's very subtle stuff, but it's never the full like, exaggerated, typical horror movie, Adobe After Effects, prolonged face jump scare that people like where they're like, <laughs> where people just like manipulate the face. Um, but it's really, it's really more subtle. Like I can tell you, I have another horror ghost story from work that's, um, apparently someone told me that they were once uh closing in fantasy land and they walked through the castle and when they walked through the disneyland castle at uh 12 a.m on christmas day they just heard a whole bunch of kids laughing <laughs> just a bunch of kids just like laughing genuinely <laughs> no i am out at that point children children go like over adult goes children go scary more scary more than adult goes nope out I've been told to be aware of like children's ghosts because usually they're not children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there, there, there was just she described a very happy feeling, but then you know when the kids were just like, "Yeah, we're having a," ha, 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 and I'm like, mm. "But it's so it's, you always get the really, the really very subtle, the really very subtle, very gentle stuff." Um, it, but if if a ghost is mad, like there have also been instances where you know um, we went to a. Uh, uh, a trail where there had been uh, an, an indigenous people's massacre and it was it is one of the most haunted trails uh, and I went there and you it's mostly just feelings so it's there's no stretchy face people they did the stretchy face people for the audience like Ren said but the feeling of dread and horror and you don't belong here you need to leave definitely if you're an empathetic person and you believe in ghosts or you see those things you pick up on that really quick. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then last but not least, Puma, what are your thoughts on this? Do you agree that they did a good job or not? Oh yeah, no, I think I love that, you know, like you said earlier that how James Wan does his research and stuff like that. Um, I've had uh, experiences where I've seen apparitions. I feel like they do a really good job at portraying that type of um, activity and experiences. Um, I've had like instances where I've had auditory things like banshees. I've heard banshees screaming. Um, I've heard, I've never had like possession, luckily. Like, there we go. But uh, nothing like that. <laughs> but, um, I definitely think that they they take the realistic um, kind of like foundations of each kind of entity or experience that they're trying to showcase in the film. And they kind of just, they have to obviously make it more cinematic. Cause I mean, most ghost things aren't just like you know a demon uh, possessing you and you're levitating like that's not like a normal thing necessarily so i mean obviously they have to make people want to be like oh like you know they have to kind of make it a, they always kind of add it it's show showbiz they have to make it a little bit more spectacular than usual but um i definitely love that a lot of the stuff you can see you're like oh i like even if like you've never experienced that you could be like wow that looks very realistic or like that i could see that actually happening in real life and so um yeah like great job at doing that but yeah go Shh, man like the also quick story sorry i'll do it i'll do it in one minute 
So the first time I went to the Queen Mary, I had no history of like the hauntings or the ghosts or anything like that. I went to go to uh, the Queen Mary's haunt event that they have on the ship. And it was closed. I actually went the day after it had ended or whatever. So I messed up and missed it. And we went to the bar, had some drinks. And of course, these lovely Caucasian women were like, hey, we're going to go tour the boat. Y'all want to come? I was like, no, I'm cool. Like, I'm good. And then, like, we had a couple drinks and they asked again. And I'm like, sure, let's go. So we start walking around the boat and there's like no one else really on there. And I start going, we start going down. They're like, we're going to go visit the pool. And I'm like, okay. And like each like staircase I went down, I started suffocating. Like, my, throat really got tighter and tighter and tighter each time we would go down and more into the dark and we got really really close to the pool and I had to stop and like run upstairs and the second I got upstairs I could breathe again and then they were like oh well do you know like people drown in the pool there's like a ghost blah 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 I had no prior history of what happened and I honestly feel like I felt like the spirits and then after that occurrence happened I had paranormal stuff happening on my house I was like great something came home with me but yeah like it's no joke I've definitely felt uh the stuff that I've seen in the movie and I've got goosebumps right now and uh yeah but great job at portraying it I really really love how well they did it they didn't overdo it necessarily like too much so yeah 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 nope I definitely agree with you um <clears throat> so I did want to bring this up because this is a funny fact that I found out about this movie because we've been talking about it and how they've done a good job like portraying stuff and everything like that and how it is bringing it back to horror that we were missing for a long time but so in the philippines when this movie came out um a lot of the theaters in the philippines were hiring catholic priests to bless the viewers before they went in and saw this movie uh because they were they were getting reports that people uh felt negative presence on them after they watched the film so they were literally like pretty much blessing them before they went in and then the priests were providing spiritual and psychological help <laughs> for the watch the movies in the philippines after they watched it do you think this movie is that scary that you needed to go that far we'll start with you on this one kyle okay so there's a history in Hollywood of productions where the buildup and the hype around particular topics like this just gets so ingrained into the audience that it becomes almost psychosomatic. The biggest example of this, obviously, is The Exorcist. The Exorcist production had a number of things that went massively wrong with it. And when that got out to people, people were like, well, God, this maybe this movie is possessed by the devil. And so you would have people who would be like fainting in screenings and things like that. Um, and so, but it, and it goes both ways, which I don't think people talk a lot about. You talk about the demonic stuff, you talk about the, de the demonic stuff, you talk about this movie. It's not that, I mean, it is scary. It's a really good horror film. It's scary, but you don't talk about like how, and I might be dating myself by remembering this. Um, when Passion of the Christ came out, there were people that were having heart attacks in the theater. Oh. And that happened in the movie theater that I was working in. Someone had a full on heart attack in the middle of that movie. When you're dealing with emotions in regards to art of any kind, human beings are just so passionate about it. They feel so deeply that be it fear or be it anything else, a well-crafted piece of media is gonna give people feelings. So I think it's a great marketing thing, but I also say that out of respect because I'm sure that there were people who genuinely do believe that strongly and feel that strongly. So my only thing is from a, <laughs> a very white perspective, great marketing <laughs> from a very, human perspective gosh i hope those people were okay and felt better with those gestures yes yes um renner what are your thoughts about 
what they did at these theaters in the Philippines. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's just me. I'm too cynical. Uh, I just, if you need that much self-reflect, please. Uh, I don't know. I think that's a little excessive. That's just, I think that's more of a mind over matter situation. Like you psyched yourself so much over something that possibly is, will scare you, might not scare you, depends on every person that you would need some such a big gesture. But then again, it depends on the location because some, some countries are more superstitious than others. Um, like in the Philippines, there's a lot more different, like, I don't know a lot about it, but they have more superstitions that say over here in America, (laughs) it's America, there's different problems here. Uh, (laughs) so I, I guess if it made them feel better, good on you. I think it's, it will was unnecessary and it's more them psyching themselves out like if you think it's gonna be that bad it will be that bad because you put your brain you you put yourself in that sense how can it not come out that way i don't know for me i've been like this is too much like like you said like kyle said great marketing but uh (laughs) I don't know. It's a little much for me. No, no. And I have to agree with you both. I think that was a little bit overboard. I get it. They're like different countries believe in different things, but I still on myself believe that was a little bit overboard to have Catholic priests like blessing you with holy water and everything like that outside of the theater. I don't think that movie, this movie was that scary that you needed all of that. Although I did once have a roommate. We went to go see scary stories to tell in the dark. And she had a full on like panic attack, passed out, like it was a thing. And I was like, this movie is not that scary, what's going on? Um, <laughs> but Uma, what are your thoughts about the the Catholic priests in the oh, Philippines? Man. So fun fact, my dad actually lives in the Philippines. Uh, he was in the Air Force and he loves loves him some Filipinas. So that's where he's been living for the last like 20 years. Um, but yeah, he's kind of told me about like the weird kind of restrictions and different ways of of life that they have out there and they're just like very spiritual like somewhat I guess you would say caring for their citizens which is kind of like oh we don't know what that's like (laughs) but (laughs) I do feel like the movie wasn't scary enough to have that but I'm like well you know it's nice and interesting to see that some countries really do care about their citizens enough to be like, oh, you know, we want to make sure you're mentally okay. Like America does not care about our mental health. <laughs> so um, I would say if you feel like you need a priest to bless you before a movie or after a movie, you probably shouldn't go see the movie. It's probably not for you. You should probably stay home and watch some cartoons. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like Terrifier too. I remember hearing like, people were throwing up in the theaters and like this is like the most terrifying horror movie ever and like me and my partner watched it and we're it wasn't like, that deep it wasn't I was like I mean the kill scenes were great but I'm just like it it wasn't I was kind of confused so I feel like somehow somebody might start something off like some kind of propaganda or maybe it's the production company or the studio trying to get like you know people to go see the movie like oh it's so scary that people were passing out like I feel like somebody starts that rumor and it kind of just keeps growing and then mm. some people are really sensitive to that kind of stuff so maybe they kind of like oh 
oh, I fainted too. You like know, the so it's just grimace shake. Yeah, like the grimace shake. Oh, yeah. like, oh. like, it goes viral, and then everybody, you know, it's kind everyone of everyone like, does it. So, but yeah, it definitely wasn't scary enough for that. That's kind of I don't I don't know how they afforded that honestly. Like they 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 just have extra money. They're not in a deficit over there, I guess, because they're just giving away free free mental mental health help over there. Um, but yeah, no. I love yeah. scary movies, and if I had to put myself through that, I just wouldn't see the movie. There's certain like Midsummer, I had to stop halfway through and take a break, and also Hereditary because those are some fucked up movies. But uh, I was confused by those. It. Huh? I was more confused by those than anything. Really? It was I like I said before, like the children thing. I'm a mother, so seeing children get hurt really fucks with me, and also like suicide. So yeah. like. Those movies are tough. So, but yeah, stuff like that. But I, so I can see like everybody's kind of like more sensitive to certain things than others. So I get it. But yeah, that was kind of a little overkill. But it's nice to know that other countries care about their people. So I'll appreciate that. You can't hate them for like going an extra step to be like, oh, we want you to be okay. That's amazing, actually. I wish I wish America did that. <laughs> yeah, no, you won't. You won't ever see that. Sadly. No, it's not happening. Never, never. Yeah, never. <laughs> But I do want to thank you guys because we unfortunately are out of time. I know we can keep talking about this forever because there's <laughs> details about so that we deep dive in. Uh, but I want to thank you guys for being here. I want to get your final thoughts and do you recommend this movie for people to see? We'll start with you on this one, Ren. Um, I would say it's still one of my favorite horror movies and I have recommended it to a couple people who don't watch horror movies. I've recently recommended it to my roommate and she really liked it. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's in my little heart forever. And unfortunately it has put like, can the other horror movies like reach this level? No. All right. That's fine. I guess so, <laughs> <laughs> my standards are too high now. I think for me, the only other movie that's reached this high is like Sinister, because that movie scares the crap out of me. Yeah, oh, Sinister. <laughs> um, but Puma, what are your final thoughts, and do you recommend this to any every anybody? Oh yeah, definitely. I feel like it's one of those like like I said, like the new newer horror movies. Like you know, everybody's like, oh, the classics, Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween. I feel like The Conjuring, and also just like a, a lot of the other movies in the franchise, like uh, The Nun's really good. There's there's I feel like it's one of the films, like, if you actually love horror, like, if you're a horror fan, you should definitely see it. If you don't really care, I wouldn't suggest it. Just people, like, that don't aren't really fans of horror, but, like, if you actually like horror, if you liked Saw, if you liked any of the other kind of, like, movies similar to this, you definitely need to see it. It's a great movie. It's scary. Uh, I don't get scared super easily, and it scared me, so, I mean, if you want to be scared, I know some people are like, I just want to feel something, you know? Some people are hardcore, and they really need like something you know if you need a little extra watch watch the conjuring because it's it's pretty scary it's pretty scary mm-hmm. excuse me out a little bit i won't watch it at nighttime i'll say that <laughs> or alone like definitely not <laughs> which i felt bad for my boyfriend the other night because when we started watching it i fell asleep and it was nighttime <laughs> and he was alone so he stopped That's horrible. it <laughs> he just but left him there to fend for himself <laughs> i felt so bad every that little was- creek he's like <laughs> you gotta get him. You got. You had to get him a priest, man. You had to get him a priest. Let the priest just in case. Yeah. Bless him with the cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <Is> he... <laughs> what are your final thoughts? Do you recommend this movie? 
Um, I think I this is gonna sound really weird, but out of my my the two other lovely people I knew in this, um, I am not a big fan of the rest of the franchise. I think there's a couple of really solid gold pieces. Once again, the nun is a really good one. Um, I am not the biggest fan of either Annabelle film. Um, and I take some personal I take some personal umbrage with Annabelle Origins in particular. Um but the and and then there's La Llorona, which was like uh, not a not a big fan of La Llorona. Um, and then, uh, but this one out of all of them, I'd say, watch this one. Anything, any franchise that was started directly by James Wan, especially if he had Leo Winnell attached to it, any mm. franchise that was started directly by James Wan, you want to find the James Wan film that he directed specifically, and you want to watch that, and that was this one. So you want to make sure you find that one, and you want to find that guy, and you want to watch this one. So watch this one. I definitely yeah. recommend yeah. I do have a quick fun fact. Mm. Go ahead. So I did a Jigsaw cosplay. Or no, sorry, Billy the Puppet. Thank I'm not you. one of those people. I know the difference. Sorry, Billy the Puppet cosplay. And James Wan liked it on Instagram. So yeah, Senpai noticed me. Senpai noticed me. Also, also, another little fun fact. This is the only movie Billy the Puppet does not make a somewhat little bit of a cameo in. Mm-hmm. All other James Wan, Billy the Puppet is in. Mm-hmm. Also, to save my boyfriend face because it is a scary movie. We do live in a very old, like, creepy house. So, oh no, but I definitely recommend this movie. I think it's great. Um, everything in love, other things in the franchise. Yorona was the worst one in the entire franchise, and nobody should ever watch that movie. But this one, definitely watch. Um, but that is all the time we have. I want to thank you guys for being here. Um, let the people out there know where they can uh, find you on social medias and everything. Uh, we'll start with you, Kyle. Uh, you can find me at Kyle Podig on Blue Sky. That's K-Y-L-E-P-O-D-D-I-G uh, dot Blue Sky. You can find me on threads at Kyle Podig Arts. Um, K-Y-L-E-P-O-D-D-I-G Arts, A-R-T-S. Uh, still, I'm on the Bird app at Carolyn and Fandom. We'll probably be on the bird app till I die, sadly, because bird app. Uh, but those are those are the big ones. Those are the big ones. Come find me. I'm in the process of doing more creative and content creation. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for me being here. And Ren, where can they locate you out there? Um, I'm mostly on Insta right now. Uh, it's underscore ghost brat. Mostly because my cosplays actually deal with dead characters that ironic it's really ironic actually um it's the same for the bird app and also the same on the clock app but i'm not that active on the clock app maybe i will who knows but those are the places you can find me well thank you thank you for being here and puma where can they find you out there so if you love clothes some model or spooky things because I do all this movie stuff or red carpet premiere footage. You can follow me at Puma Does Cosplay uh, on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. I post all the fun stuff. I get to do some cool stuff. If you want to get the behind the scenes scoops on it, follow me. <laughs> yeah. well, thank you. Thank you. And um... shameless self plug. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for being here. Uh, be sure to join our Discord to keep this conversation going, as well as as well as subscribing to all of our other platforms at Nom Talk Network. Uh, I'm your host, Eric Ramirez, and you can find me on all 
social medias except for the bird app because I got rid of that. Um, at Heartless7, that's H-A-R-T-L, the number three, S-S-7. Uh, but until then, please join us on our next show, which is Friday, I believe, which they'll be talking about Secret Invasion. I think we're going back to that. So have fun with that. And we're going to find out if Puma goes back to her drink of choice on that. If not, we have to worry. Um, but then again, I'm your host, Eric, and I hope everybody out there has a namorific day. Bye.